What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And we are finally done our themes and our guest episodes and all that other stuff. (laughs) We're finally Mm -hmm. back to our regularly scheduled programming, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Um, But we are here with uh, episode one of our third season. Yes, we are. We are. We are. We have officially released 100 episodes, so we figured, hey, why not start a new season? Yep, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So not much is going to change for this season. We're just going to be doing our face-offs every month rather than kind of sporadically like we were doing before. But we'll see how how the season goes, and we might change some things here and there. But as of right now, that's our plan. Yep, yep. And kicking off season three, we are talking about The Fly from 1986. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, yes. But before we hop into that, what have you been up to this week, Brooke? Um, Been up to quite a bit this week. Uh, This past Sunday was, of course, Halloween. So, you know, we had to get some movies in and uh, Mm -hmm. I got quite a bit watched. I'm not going to list everything i watched um (laughs) but i will start off i watched the manor on amazon prime Mm -hmm. um i liked it a lot it was good um i haven't watched many of the other uh welcome the blumhouse movies but uh Mm -hmm. i liked it i watched deathgasm finally i found (laughs) it on shutter i didn't know it was on there but that movie is fucking amazing. I had such a fun time with it. I need um, to watch it. Oh man, it's so good. It's so metal. It, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty gory as fuck too. Um, is it like like Lords of Chaos, but like with a more comedy sort of aspect to it? Or yeah, you could say that. Yeah, kind of like Shaun of the Dead meets like, um, what's uh. What's that metal comedy movie? Um, uh, uh, this is Spinal Tap? Yes. Kind of like that okay. and like, I don't know, Evil Dead, I guess. Jesus, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to recommend <laughs> it. Um, we watched Scream 2 and Scream 3 and perhaps for Scream, I guess, 5, even though five. it's <laughs> called Scream. <laughs> uh, so that's been fun. Um I watched, we went to the movies and we watched Last Night in Soho. Mm. Um, it was good. I think it didn't end as good as it started. Okay. But I liked it. Um, Edgar Wright, I just like him as a director. He's so different with his movies and like his style. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's, I guess it is horror, but it's not as horror as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, I did like the twist at the end and just like the style of his, his shots and stuff that he does. Yeah. was awesome. Nice. Um, I finally watched a movie called little evil. Oh, did you like uh, it? I did. Yeah, it was, it was good. (laughs) Um, it's pretty much like the omen except kind of like comedic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I really love Adam Scott, so Mm -hmm. it, it was a good time. (laughs) <laughs> um i watched young frankenstein for the first time oh nice 
Uh, the movie is fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Oh yeah, it's so good. Uh, I watched a movie called The Dare on Netflix. Was that any good? I, I'd say it's worth checking out. Like it's not bad. I'd okay. say I'd say it's I say it's good. Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Okay. Um, I only watched uh, it because it has Richard Brake in it. Yeah. Um, he's not like. I guess he's in it quite a bit, but he's not like in it a lot. Okay. But I say it's worth checking out. It has one scene. It's the, I didn't give you like warning. It's the grossest eye scene I've seen in a movie. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Yeah. It's good though. It's good. Uh, I watched there's someone inside your house mm-hmm. on Netflix. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a good slasher. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, the twist was, I don't know, wasn't like anything special, but yeah. I like kind of like the, the plot of it and stuff like that. Um, I watched the Pet Cemetery remake uh, for the first time. I actually liked it quite a bit. I liked mm. the ending. I mm-hmm. think I prefer the first one of how that plays out, but yeah. it did like the take on this one okay i didn't like how they changed the death yes that's the one part as well that fucking threw me off whenever i watched it. i was like whoa what the hell that's not how it's supposed to happen <laughs> exactly exactly um i just finished a movie called no one gets out alive uh it's on netflix uh-huh. um yeah. i don't know it was okay it's kind of like supernatural thriller i guess okay it was all right it, like yeah maybe skip it but i don't know it was okay <laughs> um and the last one we're gonna say is i went and watched antlers oh you motherfucker yeah was it good <laughs> it was good yes yes like worth watching yeah definitely definitely oh, okay good i've been so hyped for that movie um I only watched one trailer, so like I didn't. I kind of had an idea of what it was, but it was more of a slow burn movie than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, like the first, you know, hour is kind of like really slow burn, but then once shit like hits the fan and kind of reveals what is actually happening, I I really liked it. I thought acting was really good. There was Mm. a couple jump scares. Um, luckily I went at like twelve thirty on Monday like in the daytime and it's only me and one, one other guy in the theater nice. and I jumped into my seat. Like, Oh really? <laughs> yeah. There was one scene that got me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, Antlers was really good. I, yeah, definitely watch it. All right, cool. I'm just glad it's not a letdown. No, no. All right. Uh, let's see where you're done. Yep. <laughs> okay. That was pretty close to 22. Yeah, yeah. I left a few <laughs> off, but. Um, I also watched There's Someone Inside Your House. Oh, nice. I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to, like, I didn't have high expectations for it, but it was pretty good, actually. Yeah, like that first opening kill, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, oh, this is how we're going to set the pace. All right. <laughs> yeah, because you don't really expect, like, Netflix movies to have that much, like, gore in it. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, I feel like uh, they're kind of ramping it up lately. They are. And like I kind of caught on to them a bit because like watching um, 
no one gets out alive. Like it feels like a lot of their movies, like I'm going to give too much away about that one, but like they take a lot from movies that have been successful on their platform, yeah. which it makes sense. Cause like this one kind of has like a, his house vibe. And I felt like there's a couple mm. other movies that they've released that kind of take from successful movies that they've had just like, yeah. kind of changed up the story a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, don't fix what isn't broken, right? Exactly, yeah. If it's working for them. Uh, I watched Psycho, the 1960, like the original one. Nice. Um, I can't remember what it was on, but I was like, you know what? I haven't watched this movie in forever. Mm-hmm. So oh, I was on Crave. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided to watch that again. Um, I watched one called Just Before Dawn, which is a slasher from 1981. It was on Shudder, I believe, is where I watched it. Okay. And it was all right. It wasn't anything special. It was It's a 1980s slasher, so it kind of had like the same sort of tropes as all the other ones did back then. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. Um, I watched The Ruins, which is on Netflix. Oh, nice. It came out a while ago. I, re- I watched it whenever it first came out. Um, but I read the book before the movie was made and I don't know. Have you seen the movie? No, I don't think so. I've been like wanting to watch it for a few years now, but I just yeah. never kind of got around to it. I don't know if I want to tell you to read the book first okay. or watch the movie first. Cause the book is really, really fucking good. Is it? Okay. And the movie doesn't hold up to the book, but I don't, I don't know. Like I might just be feeling that because of the fact that I've read the book first and it was so fucking good. Mm. But I mean, it's not, the movie's not terrible. It's not great, but definitely check it out and definitely read the book if you get the chance to. Okay. Maybe I'll buy it for our uh, competition next week or next year. Yeah. Uh, I watched child's play one and two. Nice. Um, I'm planning on going through that franchise Mm-hmm. Uh, after listening to the two chicks episode on child's play, I was like, fuck, I really want to go through and watch them all again and maybe do a ranking on them on letterboxd. Nice. Uh, I also watched the manor. Mm-hmm. It is hands down my favorite. Welcome to the Blumhouse movie. Nice. Um, I thought it was really well done. Uh, there was, I don't know, some comedy throughout it. Like, I feel like the grandmother was such a good actress. Um, yeah, totally but, agree. And, and just like the twist and shit at the end, it was like, whoa. Yeah, it's definitely different than what I thought yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, I watched My Bloody Valentine the other day. Nice. The original, not the fucking mm-hmm. remake. Uh, it was on somewhere too. I was just flipping through and I was like, ah, oh, shit. That's another one I haven't watched in forever. Uh, I watched Nobody Sleeps in the Woods tonight. Oh, how is that? Uh, terrible. Oh, okay. Did not like it. Okay. So I kept um, seeing it on, I think, Netflix. And yeah. And see, there's a sequel on there too. Yeah. They just released the sequel like last week, I think. Oh, okay. And I'm not even going to bother watching it. Just, I did not like the the first okay. one at all. Finally watched Halloween Kills. Nice. And? Uh, it was a letdown for sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't hate it as much as some people do, but it was definitely a letdown yeah yeah without going into too much detail i watched the new paranormal activity next of kin oh geez (laughs) fucking dog shit 
<laughs> dog shit movie. I keep seeing it on Amazon Prime and is like, do I watch this? It it's not worth the ninety eight minutes of your time, man. Okay, fair enough. The last like fifteen minutes are like okay. Is it like scary at all? <sighs> Sarah was watching it a little bit with me for like the first maybe hour. Yeah, and there was one scene where like we we're like she was ready to like pull the blanket up over her head and shit, and like <laughs> nothing happened. So it was like a lot of like they're making you think something's going to happen, but then nothing mm-hmm. does until like the last 15 minutes. And then like all hell breaks loose, but I, right. I don't know. It's not good. And lastly, I watched uh, werewolves within, which is a new one on Netflix. Okay. Is that, uh, it has the guy from midsummer, right? Uh, which guy um the one who's writing the uh he's on the the good place as well no no it it, he i he kind of looks like him but no it's not him okay this guy's from uh you know the cop in good boys whenever they like lock him in the convenience store with the dildo in the door oh yeah 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 that's who it is that's okay okay um sam richardson's his name oh okay but it was really good like it's just a fun it had like hubie halloween kind of vibes to it right like just a fun comedy horror like more comedy though so was it kind of like um fuck what was that one that that i watched the like werewolf one that i told you to watch and you liked it a lot too and it's kind of like funny like that the wolf of snow hollow yes it's more, more, like com- more oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's more say. comedy than that, right? Okay. <coughs> Excuse me, um, but yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. It watch was pretty it then. good. And yeah, that's that's it. I'm not gonna rhyme off anymore. Cool. We've gone too far into this already. Yes. We have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. I'm getting sick, so I don't know. I've, I'll try and mute my mic if I have to cough or anything like that. But okay. yeah, I'm starting to feel like shit. Well, go get that test, broy. No, okay, it's not the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a cold. You never know, man. Oh well, I'll just get 14 days off work. <laughs> True. <laughs> Anyways, let's hop into this movie. Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about The Fly from 1986. Before we start talking about it, what are you drinking? So and smacking off your table. You heard that. I hit yeah, I my did. little uh, my little mic thing. <laughs> um, 
So random beer. So after work today, <clears throat> went into the LCBO and they have, uh, well, a few days ago was uh, Christmas first. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, of course they had their holiday packs out already. Unreal. So I picked out a couple of those. Um, one of them was like, it's called Cowbell Brewing Company. Okay. That one is very much holiday themed, like, like okay. Christmas themed. Yeah. And also picked up the Nickelbrook Brewing Company one. And theirs is more like Christmassy, like the packages. But mm-hmm. honestly, like all the beers aren't even like holiday themed or anything like that. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So hmm. kind of disappointed, but I mean, it'll still probably be good. <laughs> you hear that Nickelbrook? Um, so I am drinking a Nickelbrook Metalhead Double India Pale Ale. Ooh, that's going to be a strong one. It is 8.5 alcohol, so yes. Shit. That is strong, yes. <laughs> that tastes like um, like the Flying Monkeys uh, triple IPA. Okay, nice. Yeah. I am drinking a... <laughs> you're going to make fun of me. A Mill Street Brewery. Chocolate cherry stout. That sounds delicious. Right? Yeah. I, I don't like, uh, I'll let you know. Okay. I haven't tried it yet, obviously. Yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Nice. <laughs> hmm. It's like not as thick as a Guinness, mm. but it kind of has Guinness taste to it. Okay. A little bit a little bit sweeter. Does it make you want to belt out uh cherry pie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to though. <laughs> All right. Fuck. The synopsis. Excuse me. Uh, a brilliant but eccentric scientist begins to transform into a giant man slash fly hybrid after one of his experiments goes horribly wrong. Yes, you can definitely say that he's brilliant and eccentric. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely, man. Uh, I'm never mind. We're what? gonna talk about him in a second. No, I was gonna, I was gonna okay. talk about the actor that's in it, but oh, okay. we're gonna talk about him in a second. Uh, this movie is directed by David Cronenberg. He is known for Existence, Existence. Uh-huh. Uh, Dead Ringers, Cosmopolis, A History of Violence, Videodrome, which is the movie that this was put up against. Yep. Uh, Scanners and Rabid. Yes. Yes. Um, I just watched Dead Ringers not that long ago for the first time, yeah. and it was pretty fucked up. Yeah, I want to uh, watch it. It's on. Uh, yeah. I think, I think it's on Shutter. Yeah, I think that's where I watched it. Yeah. Um, also had no idea that he directed A History of Violence. Me either. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. And definitely doesn't really fit his profile. No. Um, and I think you watched Rabid last year or the start of this year. Uh, yeah, I think it was last year. Um, because I keep seeing, I think Crave has the remake of Rabid. Should I watch his before that one? Uh, Do you think? I would. Yeah. I feel like you're going to get a better experience watching his. Yeah. Because the remake wasn't bad. but Yeah, that's what I've, I've heard. 
I feel like his would definitely be better as a first watch. Mm-hmm. Um, how many? Is this the only Cronenberg movie that you've seen? No, I watched. No, you watched. What was the other one I watched? <clears throat> it's on Shutter as well. Maybe that's not a Cronenberg movie. No, it's not. Yeah, this is the only one I've watched. Okay. I've been wanting to watch Scanners, but I kind of want to fucking save that for a podcast episode. Yeah, I feel like it'd be a good one. <laughs> because it's on Shutter now. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sweet. They should get his whole catalog on there. Yeah, they really should. Yeah, no, this is the only one I've seen. Damn, okay. All right. So, yeah. Good introduction to him, man. Definitely. Well, I've seen this movie before, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. The cast starting off is Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. Mr. Ian Malcolm himself. Uh, he played Seth Brundle. Uh, he's known for Jurassic Park, Independence Day, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Isle of Dogs, and Thor Ragnarok, among many others. Mm-hmm. And he even has his own TV show now on Disney+. Plus. He did. I think I watched like three episodes when it first came out. Yeah, I watched the running shoe one. I think that was the first episode. Yeah, that one too. It was pretty cool. Um, I'm just looking at his uh, upcoming projects, and I had no idea that he's going to be in two Jurassic World movies. Yeah, I saw that too. I didn't even know they were making two more. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know how i feel about them making more i mean i fucking love jurassic park Mm -hmm. but i don't know there's only so much that they can do with that franchise right yeah like they've already had them escaping the island they've already had the whole like theme park sort of thing and Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah goldblum is like one of those people and like actors who's like one of a kind yeah. Like there's no one that can mimic the way he delivers like just his lines and just the way mm-hmm. that he speaks and acts. He he's very articulate in the way that he acts. Yeah. Like yeah. he just seems like a super super smart man and like mm-hmm. every role that I've seen him in it doesn't seem like he's acting. Mm-mm. To me, like it just seems like he's having a conversation with somebody. Yeah, like if you watch the Hot Ones episode, yeah. Like on that, you know, he's just himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's definitely, I, I don't want to say he's like one of my favorite actors, but he is, he's up there. Like, I don't think there's any role that I've seen him in that I didn't enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. He's like Christopher Walken in that sense, right? Like how you said nobody can mimic him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, very good. Uh, next up is Gina Davis, who plays Veronica. She mm-hmm. is in A League of Their Own, which is a fantastic movie. Uh, Beetlejuice, Thelma and Louise, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Stuart Little, and Earth Girls Are Easy. Mm-hmm. Do you like Gina Davis? I fucking love Gina Davis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's awesome. Like I haven't really watched anything that she's been in recently like i see she's been in glow but i don't remember her from that yeah. um she was in apparently the exorcist tv series which i've never seen 
Yeah, me either. Um, but like this run of movies that she had, mm-hmm. like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, she was a huge star in the eighties for sure. Yeah. And early nineties. Yeah. And I have this in my notes, but like if you told me that Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis were married, like I would believe you. Right? Because like they have the same like quirkiness and like Mm -hmm. kind of like, I don't know. It's not awkwardness, but yeah. Like, especially her and Beetlejuice as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. She's a very versatile actress. Like if you watch a league of their own, she's Mm -hmm. a very like strong independent woman. Like she's, she grew up on a farm. She's like the captain of the team, the baseball team and shit like that. Like, and then yeah. you see her in Beetlejuice and she has, like you said, like she's kind of goofy and she kind of let loose a little bit. Yeah. Um, have you seen Thelma and Louise? A very long time ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So you don't really remember then? No, not really. I just like every time I think of that movie, all I can picture is like the very ending of it. Right. Yeah. But and like she's in Earth Girls Are Easy, which is just a batshit crazy movie. <laughs> so just. <laughs> Another one that just goes to show how versatile she is. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, I have John Getz, who plays Stathis Borens. <laughs> Quite the name. <laughs> right. Uh, he's in The Social Network, Blood Simple, Zodiac, Jobs, uh, Doom Patrol, Dirty John, and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah, it's kind of like a recognizable name kind of when you hear it, but. Mm-hmm. I don't really know him that well. I mostly remember him from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. And he was pretty oh, young in that okay, movie. Okay. Great movie, by the way, if you've never watched it. I think like a long, long time ago. I th- it has Danielle Harris in it, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's the little girl in it. And lastly, I have David Cronenberg. Oh, really? Who played the gynecologist hmm yeah interesting he has a lot of roles in movies actually i was surprised to see it does he there was was one that really surprised me uh fuck let me look it up here maybe i'm lying oh he was in nightbreed that that was the one Mm. i love that movie oh that's the one i've watched i don't think that's his movie though no it's uh it's a Clive Barker movie. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he uh, he played the doctor in that movie. Oh, okay. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and uh, also I just want to uh, shout out Chris Wallace. I think that's his name. Okay. Um, he was the creature and special effects designer in this movie. Mm. Um, so Great he also job. did... Uh, he had gremlins. He was the creator of gremlins, apparently. Okay, cool. Um, he did house two, which it's on shutter now. So I've been wanting to watch it, but I just haven't yet. Yeah. Uh, he did the fly Two, which I didn't even know there was a sequel to this movie. Me either. Um, and arachnophobia. He did the creature effects on that, or he was the supervisor. Damn. Cool. It's got quite the resume then. Yeah, actually he did quite a bit. 
Yeah. I had no, I had no idea about the fly too either. And judging by the reviews and shit, I don't know if I want to bother watching <laughs> it. I read the synopsis and I was like, Oh man, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they saw how well this movie did and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's make a ridiculous fucking sequel to it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, John gets comes back for that movie too. Oh, really? As, as Stathis, yeah. Oh, okay. I think he's the only one that's that came back for it, though. Mm. He probably like tries to steal Seth, Seth's uh, telepods or something like mm, that. Maybe. Did you know that uh, Brundle's actually a fly? Yeah, Brundle fly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I told Bettina that because she watched it with me. I was like, did you know that Brundle is actually a type of fly? She's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they named it after this movie. No, they didn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going say, you know, which came first? <laughs> uh, what did Bettina think of the movie? Oh, she's seen it before. She loves this movie. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually a funny story. I, I didn't mention this in my, what I watched, but we watched Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nice. And she fooled me so fucking hard in that movie. Um, oh. so I've only seen that a few times and like the opening credits it said like meatloaf was in it. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. Meatloaf, meatloaf is in this. She's like, yeah, it was like his first movie or something. And then they're like watching it. And then the character Rocky Horror showed up. Who's this like yeah. kind of buff fucking skinny dude yeah and she's like oh there's meatloaf there and i was like that's <laughs> not him i was like look how fucking jacked he is she's like yeah crazy <laughs> right i was like oh my god like he gained so much weight <laughs> and then like 15 minutes later the meatloaf real meatloaf actually shows up and i was like wait a minute that's meatloaf <laughs> and she was dying laughing that's funny yeah Oh man! All right, let's talk about this movie. Let's do it. So it opens right up. Basically, this movie like gets right into the plot like very quickly. Yeah, like there's no, um, like dialogue, like boring dialogue or anything like that. It just kind of gets right to the whole like plot of the story very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I can appreciate because like there's only really kind of two main characters in this that they kind of mm-hmm. have to flesh out. Like yeah. Stathis kind of is a main character because he's Veronica's boss, who is Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the reason why she's at this kind of science convention convection convention? Convention. Convention. Yeah. <laughs> With Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they do a good job of like just focusing on these kind of three main characters for the movie. Mm-hmm. And her, her and Stathis had a relationship prior to that too. And like, it's such a weird scenario, right? Like this guy's mm-hmm. your boss. You've had a sexual relationship with him. You called yeah. it off and now he's still your boss. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, she, it's like, she does say that she uses, or she slept with him only to get into journalism. Like that's how she got into mm-hmm. it was of him. Yeah. Which I'm sure but that's happened quite a bit, 
back in this time period. I'm sure it still happens now, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. Um, what are you going to say? We've all seen Anchorman too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Was but uh, yeah, so it starts off right away. Like you're at the science convention. Um, and I don't know if Seth has his telepods there or like why he's there. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if he's actually showing them off or like telling people, right? Yeah, no, he hasn't told anybody about them yet, except for well, actually, no, he hasn't told anybody because he makes mention later on that he has people working for him, and he gets them to build like specific parts, but he doesn't say what it's for. Yeah, because he's he's not actually that smart. He just pays other people to build it, and he just mm-hmm. kind of puts them together, and that's how he gets um, Veronica back to his apartment, which. You know, good job on uh, old Seth there, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was very awkwardly suave. <laughs> he is, yes, because I think that she's just as awkward as him. Yeah, yeah. I love whenever they pull up to his apartment and she's like, that, like the building, and she's like looking around. And he's like, I, sw- <laughs> I promise it's cleaner inside. <laughs> and yeah. then he gets, you get inside, and it's like, ah, I don't know, man. It's not really, it doesn't really seem like an apartment kind of looks like a serial killer's apartment it does uh whenever i saw like those sliding doors all i could picture was uh big daddy i was like he's gonna open yeah. these these doors and like see that mm-hmm. what it's like man i used to love the apartment in big daddy like i used to think that was the coolest fucking thing it, it is man it still is like how it, it has is. like this the sleep pods like up in the air kind of thing yeah and he has like a little like mini putt course and yeah yeah, it's a sick place. Yeah, I'd live there for sure. Probably cost you about fucking a million dollars, but... Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he picks her up, like, really quickly, gets her back, shows her these telepods that he's working on, and then they finally sit down, and he thinks that he's, like, kind of, like, picking her up, right? Mm-hmm. but she pulls out her tape recorder and she's like, Oh, like keep going. Like I've been recording this. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, like, what are you doing? I, <laughs> I didn't say that you could record this. And she's like, well, I'm a journalist. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. And then she comes up with this idea of like how they can kind of work together on the project. Like he can help her out by, um, by being like on her, I don't know if it's her opening like kind of article, but mm-hmm. her big kind of breakthrough, I think, in journalism. Yeah, and, and he like kind of really piques her attention whenever he says like something about a book and like you can write a book on this entire process and you have like behind the scenes looks at everything. Just like yeah. don't release it to the public right now. Yeah, exactly. And um and so it kind of has like a bunch of uh, not one of the word I'm looking for. Um, I, I don't have a blank here, <laughs> but there's like stuff happening. You kind of like see them like in the background, like trying stuff together and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and he tells her that he can only teleport inanimate objects. Yeah. So like he can't teleport like living things. Mm hmm. And in the end, he wants to write a book 
in the end of it will be him transporting himself from one yeah. pod to the other. Mm-hmm. We all know how well that works out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that if the fly didn't go in there, it will work? It, I mean, it seems to have. Yeah. It worked for the second baboon. That's true. And also, uh, that's a, the fuck? Oh, go we're going to say the exact same thing right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is he getting these baboons? <laughs> and they're like friends with him. Like they just like yeah. jump up and cuddle them. And <laughs> yeah. The second one. Yeah. It was like his best friend. <laughs> and you never see the fucking thing ever again. No, no. But, but I mean, he, he, it almost seems like he's done this with another one before. Mm-hmm. Cause like, he knows that it's going to get fucked up and he's like, here, look, I'll show you. And yeah. fucking, we got a minced meat baboon in the second telepod. Oh man. It's so gross. And I think oh. he tells her like, he said it basically like turned it like inside out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, dude, won't you teleport like something a frog? Yeah. Like we don't want PETA coming after us, but like, you know, <laughs> a fucking worm or something that's like, not, yeah. you know, <laughs> as, um, I don't know, like, like a fucking monkey he has. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Monkeys are cooler than worms. That's true. That's true. Like what he tells her is that the telepod can't like get the DNA properly or something like that. And it like basically Mm -hmm. manifests it the way that it thinks that it should be. Yeah. Like it's, it's not doing like an actual DNA code sort of thing. Yeah. And we see the results of it and it's it's not a baboon. It's kind of fucked up that like in our human history that to test stuff for guinea pigs, like they're like, oh, we can't test a human, but let's Mm -hmm. fucking test the closest thing there is to a human. (laughs) Yeah, it's very fucked up, man. It's like, and I, I love monkeys. Like I fucking... Yeah, I hate I hate those scenes in like Twenty Eight Days Later and oh yeah yeah even Jane Silent Bob whenever they go to the monkey testing facility it's just yeah I don't know yeah it's sad it is all right now we're officially members of PETA so <laughs> <laughs> we're starting our Canadian uh, club yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought it was weird that Stathis just fucking broke into Veronica's apartment. Right? And then he's like... Just ha- has a shower? Yeah. <laughs> and she just doesn't really make a big deal of it. She's just like, Where, how'd you get in my apartment? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I still have a key. And she's like, okay, like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I knew I should have changed the locks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or get the key back from the guy. And she tries to get the key back and he refuses to give it back to her. That's fucked up. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. It's like, what? Yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> um, I fucking love the scene uh, right before he goes into the pod. Um, but he finds out that like at this point, him and Veronica are pretty much dating, right? Like they're having sex, you know, they're pretty much yeah. like boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what makes her storm off during that scene? 
Do you remember? Uh, um, did she get a call from? No, she sees the she, uh, the folder from Stathis. Hmm. Yeah, and she goes. She says, "I gotta go and like talk to him, basically, to deal with uh, something." Like she doesn't say him, mm-hmm. but I think that Stathis went behind her back and kind of got Seth onto the cover of the magazine for like the next month or something like that. I think what it was, was like a prototype magazine. Uh, cover. Okay. Cause so I think he, he's like the, the editor in chief or some shit like that. So he has yeah. the power to like, just do that stuff. I don't think he was actually like, I don't think it was actually going to be released. It was more like uh look, I can fucking do this with or without you. So mm-hmm. you better do something about it. Cause it had the picture of the telepods on it. So do you think that, Seth told him what he was building. Mm. And they, that's why she was upset. Cause that was kind of like their thing that they were kind of doing together. I don't know. I don't think he would tell him though. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like the, like all the drawing on the on the magazine that kind of looked like the pods, but maybe mm-hmm. cause no. Yeah. Cause he even said on the, um, the little blurb, like it said, Seth Brundle, the next big name in teleportation or something like that. Yeah, because she brings the original recording to Stathis and he like brushes brushes it off. Right. But I don't know how he would know what they looked like. Right. Or why he's so interested in them now. Like maybe Seth went to him. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, so Veronica, she leaves and goes pretty much to like kind of break up with Stathis. Yeah. Um, before I get to this scene, I also love the scene whenever as like after they're done having sex and it's like the next morning and he's like laying there. Oh no, it's before they have sex for the first time. He's laying there like in a suit and she like looking at him and she says, didn't you wear that yesterday? <laughs> and then she she opens his closet and it's all the same clothes and she's yeah. like making fun of him. He's like, oh, I learned that from uh, Albert Einstein. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just has five, five suits of the same, like five identical suits. Yeah, which like kind of makes sense, you know. It does, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't have to worry to about, about what you're going to wear. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the one scene I really love, I thought it was hilarious whenever after she leaves and then he figures out that she's going to talk to Stathis, who she had a thing with. He's mm-hmm. like talking with the second monkey. Yeah. Having a conversation with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so fucking funny. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, so this is where he goes into the pod and he's kind of drunk mm-hmm. and he just says, I'm going to do this. So he gets in the pod and then you see the fly. And did they like actually get a real fly for this scene? It's possible. Because the monkey was like swatting at it. Yeah. So I was like, maybe they CGI'd the fly and just had something like waving in front of the monkey from the swat at or something. But mm, yeah, maybe. I, was, like, I don't know. How the fuck do you train a fly? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll ask Tawny. 
Remember, we were talking about that during our episode of Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Can you train a housefly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so he gets teleported. You see the fly in there with him. And it successfully tra- teleports him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of like the next day-ish or a couple days later, he like has a scratch on his back and he's getting like some weird hairs that are coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a fly flying around him. He catches it, you know, with his hand, he can do fucking gymnastics, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, like his daughter in Jurassic world is it Jurassic world or Jurassic park Two, whatever that one is. The, the lost world, the lost world. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that it like definitely was not him doing that shit? Yeah. Like yeah, when he can, landed, tell. it was a person that was like four feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> he was just shrinking down to the size of a housefly. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of the design of the pods? Uh, I don't know. They're all right, I guess. They're Pretty all basic. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Why did you like them? I don't know. I thought they were pretty cool. Like, kind of gave me that, like, Doctor Who vibes. That's what I was going to say, too. I've never watched Doctor Who, so I don't know, like, the correct terminology, but they reminded me of something from that. There is a... Fuck, what are they called? They're, like, the main villains for the whole series. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm picturing. They almost um, look like... I don't know. The Dalek. That's what they're called. Daleks. Okay. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now that he's genetically modified with a fly, I have a question for you. Okay. What is the worst animal slash insect you would not want to be genetically modified with other than a fly? Animal or insect? Yeah, because like he a flies an insect, so I just kind of threw yeah, that yeah. in there. I think a maggot would be pretty shitty. That's true. If we're talking about like insects. I mean, speaking uh, of maggot, how about that fucking birthing scene? Oh, man. That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. Sarah was watching that with me, and she's like, is she dreaming? Please tell me she's dreaming. And I just kind of yeah. smiled. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Um. Speaking of maggots, uh, I had my first encounter with them this year, this summer. Your first ever? Like, on my own. Like, when I lived with my dad, like, we had them, Mm. like, maybe once or twice, like, when I was a teenager. But I've always lived in apartments, so I've never had really that issue. True. And, my God, it is the fucking grossest thing ever. Oh, man, they're so nasty. It's so gross. Ugh. I, uh... (laughs) Here we go. I was on <laughs> uh, I was on TikTok the other day. I was just like kind of scrolling through the different videos and you know every once in a while like a live video will come up. Yeah. So it was this guy and he was Russian and he had a sign in front of him and he had this bowl sitting in front of him with a spoon in it. Ew. And uh it was so you can like tip people on TikTok lives. Yeah, I've noticed like that you- lately. You can send them gifts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like one gift was uh, I'll put them on my head. It was, it was a bowl full of maggots. I'll put them on my head. And another gift, like a, a higher higher uh, 
currency gift, higher dollar amount, mm-hmm. um, he would lick them. And then like a top, like the most expensive one that you can send and he would eat a spoonful of them. That's fucking gross. And it was like, dude, the amount of maggots that were in this bowl, I was just like, where the fuck did you get all of these? Ugh. That's and like disgusting. I, I sat there and watched it for like a solid five minutes and I watched him put them on his head twice. And I was like, I'm out. Like, I can't watch this anymore. Jesus Christ. Like, Oh, it's so nasty, man. Like maggots are the most disgusting bug, I think, ever. I think so. I can agree with that. Yeah. I don't even know why. Like, why are they so gross? I don't get it. Yeah. But they just, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, go, going back to your question, what's your answer? Um, I said a tapeworm. Oh, damn. Okay. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, sticking on this, actually, I didn't write this down, but, uh, if you're like in the lobster, the movie, if anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know what that is, basically when you, if, if you don't, what is it? If you, if you're not, if you're single for like, what is it like three months or something like that, then you get mm-hmm. turned into an animal of your choice. Mm-hmm. What would be your animal of choice to get turned into? Fucking lion, baby. A lion, nice. And without a doubt, nice, nice. Just fucking king of the desert. Do lions what live in you? deserts? They live in Africa, man. I guess. I guess that's kind of a desert. <laughs> how is it? How is it not a desert? It's literally a country of desert. They have grass and trees and shit. Okay, yeah, but they live in like the Sahara Desert. Okay. Right? Sure. Like they live in yes. the Sahara. Okay. Yes. If you're the Lion King and it's fucking whatever that place is. You know what, motherfucker? I'm looking this <laughs> up right now. You know, I got to say it's good to be back with just us two. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Fuck all the guests. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Nearly all wild lions live in Africa below the Sahara Desert. Hmm, okay. Hmm. Boom. They live in the fucking desert. <laughs> okay. Let's put a poll up. That's it. <laughs> Where do lions live? <laughs> well, then I will be joining you in the desert because I will be an elephant. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So I guess maybe, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at pictures here and, like, they live in Tanzania. Which looks like it has a lot of grass. Botswana. Kenya. Yeah, there's lots of grass. But like, they live in Africa. Like, it's mostly desert. Not really. The Namibia desert. (laughs) There's lines in India. Hmm. Anyways, a lion or a tiger for sure. A big cat. Definitely. What what about a liger? Ooh, that's a good one. Straight out of Napoleon Dynamite, man. Yeah. They are real, though. They are. I know, yeah. It's pretty crazy. And they're huge. They are massive. Like, they're bigger than a lion and a tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking massive, yeah. Anyways. So, a lion and an elephant. Yes. Hmm. I like it. 
Not bad. We're going to be joining the circus pretty soon then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Um, So at this point, Seth is um, changing quite a bit. Like, his appearance, he's kind of getting more... It kind of looks like he's going through puberty. Yeah, like severe acne. Yeah, he needs to get that... uh, What's that fucking shit called that was like always advertised in high school? Proactive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that shit did uh, not work. It did not. No. But that's one thing that I wanted to bring up. Like he goes to the bar and he picks up this woman. Well, okay. He doesn't pick her up. He wins an arm wrestling match. Um, oh, hey, come on now. Let's just us any woman. That's fucking Tawny. Okay. <laughs> Tawny, that's Tawny. Tawny's in this movie, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so he breaks this fucking guy's arm in an arm wrestling match. Oh, which is so gross. So gross. That I do not arm wrestle because that is like my biggest fear with it, like just having my arm snap. Oh yeah. Like, oh fuck. Um, so anyways, he ends up taking Tawny home. But like the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, does she not like see? his face right now like he does not look healthy that's what i was thinking but like then he's got she boils was... growing because marky like he he's an okay looking guy but you know he's not the best looking and she's just impressed with him because he's so strong and he's winning all the arm wrestling matches right yeah i guess so that's why she is attracted to him and then they get to his place and they're going up the stairs and you know, I mean, Tawny, come on, you gotta do some cardio here. Um, <laughs> she can't make it up. She's like, there's no elevator, and he just picks her up and is carrying her, and she's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you look like. You can carry me anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, the guy who plays Marky is actually a um, really well-known Canadian boxer. Oh, really? Like, won the heavyweight championship of Canada, like, He's, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. He was a very good boxer back in his prime, I guess. Huh. Cool. Um, back a little bit, but I love this scene whenever <laughs> they're having sex, and at this point, like he looks bad, and uh, Veronica is like still having sex with them, and mm-hmm. she's like, "All right, that's enough. Like I can't keep going, but going at this for hours." She's yeah. like, you can't have any more fluid left in your body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Yeah. Have we seen him re- like throw up on his food yet? Oh, uh, not yet. But we will point? fucking get to that. Okay. Yeah, it's there's a couple gross. scenes. There's a couple um, scenes. I want to look up. I don't know. Maybe you know this, but. Once he's like kind of transformed, like once he comes out of the the thing, um, I think for the second time, because did he go through it twice? Yes, because he shows her that like it worked fine. Okay, during that time, I don't know if that's Jeff Goldblum's real body, but holy shit! Yeah, I mean, he got jacked. Like, was that him? I don't. He like. I'm just pick. I'm thinking in Jurassic Park because like he has a shirt open and like 
he's not jacked, but like you can tell he's fit. That's true. So I don't know if that's his real body, like if that's actually him in that scene or not, but I I would assume so. Apparently it took him five hours a day to put on the uh, the fly. Yeah, apparently Goldblum transformed himself physically for the movie mm-hmm. through excessive weight training. Good on him. He actually did part of the gymnastics routines, apparently. Really? Yeah. Shit. Just not the landing part. Yeah, because apparently he's six foot five, so couldn't do some of the routines. Crazy. Um, so that answers your see. question. Oh, okay. We got to talk about the fucking grossest scene in this movie for me. The, f- the fingernails? Yes. I didn't have it as my scariest scene, but mm-hmm. this scene was fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah. It's like when you're fucking in the bathroom and you're like popping your pimple and you'll yeah. get that good one that just like sprays and you're like, <laughs> ew. But you're like, yeah. that's kind Impressed of fucking. By it. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I hate like scenes when people pull fingernails off. Oh, me too, man. Oh, so gross. Like it anytime, like if someone's getting like dragged. And they like try and like dig their nails into the floor and it breaks their fingernails off. That just fucking sends me into a spiral. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. And like this scene, uh, man, like classic like Cronenberg, like, I don't know, man. He just has like an eye for this shit. I don't know, man. He knows how to gross you out. Definitely. Definitely. Um, But this scene, like he pulled his fingernails off. Or one of them, and then he squirts it in the mirror, <sighs> and he's like not really freaking out. He just kind of wipes it, and he's looking at his mm-hmm. other nails, and they're like leaking this like white fluid. Yeah, and then he starts taking them off. It's like, hmm. So well, and did, did you see too? Whenever he's arm wrestling Marky, that like liquid's coming out of his hand too. Oh, I did notice that. Yes, it does yeah. like a close up of their hands, and it's coming out. So, do you think? Because his liquid or fluid, excuse me, it's kind of like a acid, sort of. Well, later on we see that it is, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't know the anatomy of flies. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not an expert on flies, but mm. the only thing I can get from this movie is that flies must put like some sort of acid or something that helps like deteriorate whatever it is that they're going to eat so they can eat it. I don't know. Yeah. Because he, they say this in the movie and also you see it happening. Like if a fly mm-hmm. lands on your plate, you see it, you know, fucking waving its little hands around and yeah. Doing so shit. is that what it's, is that what it's doing? It's putting like, yeah, a liquid on this shit. Yeah. That's Which fucking gross. Disgusting man. because, I mean, I still eat my shit, you know, after it flies on it, but... I do too, but I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We need, like, fucking David Attenborough uh, doing a little, like, background on this movie. Yeah. Like, is that legit? Because that's fucking nasty. (laughs) Um, Ronnie takes... She cuts off his fucking hairs on his back. Yeah. 
and she takes him to the lab and she says that uh, they couldn't figure it out, but it's definitely not human hairs. It's more like an insect hairs. Yeah. And it's not only until after he rips his fingernails off that he figures out that there was a fly in there with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did, like, come on, man. You knew something was wrong with you. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how he doesn't realize these changes that he's going through until like way later on. Because even Ronnie says because he cut Sonic Cart I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> he started of he kind of oh my fucking god. What is in this beer? Oh, oh man, that's fucking great. It's turning me into a metalhead, literally. <laughs> um he doesn't start noticing he's a fly until much later. Mm-hmm. And it's not until Ronnie kind of says something to him. Like she, I don't know if at this point that she breaks up with him, but she's like letting him know, like something's wrong with you. You're not the same. He's mm-hmm. kind of getting like cranky and not acting like himself. Mm-hmm. Well, and she catches him and Tawny together as well. Yeah, and she doesn't really make a big deal out of it. No. Because at this point, they're kind of broken up, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he can climb on walls now. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a fly. Like a fly, like (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. And, uh, I mean, we already talked about it a little bit, but this is where we kind of find out how he eats do you want to go into that a bit uh yeah um i don't remember what it was that he was eating but anyways yeah he's got it in his hand whatever it is and he's like talking or he gets veronica veronica jesus christ man i'm turning into you right now (laughs) (laughs) he gets veronica to come to his apartment um, and he's like scared and shit. And like his face is like, he's getting like big boils. Like he's looking like the toxic Avenger type. Shit <laughs> um, and he's walking with canes and stuff like that. Um, and then whatever it is that he's about to eat, he like literally vomits this like milky white goop onto it and then starts eating it. Yeah. I mean, l- let's be fair. It looks like cum. It does. It yeah. It looks like a big old fucking handful of jizz, and it's fucking disgusting. It's so gross. And like she's just like standing there watching him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden his fucking ear falls off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my ear. And like they start hugging and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, like fuck. You just watched him puke this jizz out of his mouth, and now you're like hugging him, and you're getting your face like right up to his cheek, and it's like oh, it's so disgusting, man. I mean, I gotta say, like, she's a trooper, man. She is. Like, put a fucking ring on that. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, kind of see like some, like, relationships where either, like, the man will get like in high, like a high school sweetheart, like, you know, the mm-hmm. man may be like super good looking and fit in high school, but then when they're older and married, like 15 years later, he could be out of shape, you know, fat mm-hmm. as fuck. And same with like the yeah. female, 
but they're still together and people are always like why are you with that person it's like mm-hmm. well i i'm not with them because of their looks you know yeah yeah but this takes it to a whole nother level oh 100 percent it does <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're married to a brundle fly. And he has like all the, he has like a museum in his mirror. Mm-hmm. He opens it up, you see his ear, you see, yeah. I don't know, his fucking penis. I don't Finger even know nails. if he has a penis anymore. Yeah, at this point, who knows? <laughs> Do flies I, have penises? I mean, they have lots of sex, so I assume they have hmm. something. Hmm. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um let's talk about ronnie's dream okay i thought this was legit real i was like oh shit she mm-hmm. has a like what's happening is she getting an abortion because she didn't look that pregnant yeah i was like what's happening and then he pulls out a fucking maggot i was like that's disgusting and this thing is huge like it's like a three foot maggot. oh yeah it's gross um, but she is like, she's actually pregnant, right? Like we know that she's actually pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, they play the dream off. Like it, it seems legit. Like you could understand why she would want to get an abortion at this point. Oh, percent, man. With, with him turning into what he's turning into. But yeah, what it, uh, it makes you really think that it's actually happening. Yeah, Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, this was kind of what I just talked about, but uh, I, I have my notes. Um, Seth's teeth start falling out, and this is where you see in the the mirror, and he actually does. He says something, or she says something. And it's like the Brundle Museum of Natural History. Yeah, <laughs> because he's like losing parts of him, and he, like, he wants at this point. I think Seth knows that he's not going to be the same ever again mm-hmm. and he wants a part of his old self like mm-hmm. he finds out she's pregnant but he doesn't want her to get an abortion because he thinks it's, it's not going to be like what he looks like now it's going to be him right mm-hmm. yeah that what does that kind of reminds me of like um i don't know i'm like feeling like it's a horror movie that kind of had like something like that like i like frankenstein or something something like that where you're holding on to your old self Mm. i can't think of what it is it's like yeah it's like his last thing left of his humanity sort of thing yeah exactly like you know he's He's kind of written off himself. Like he knows he's not going to get better because mm-hmm. he, at this point he looks really fucking bad. Like, Oh yeah. He can barely walk. Um, he doesn't look the same at all. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that it looked like a suit. I don't know if it looked, if you could tell as well, but like some of the ways he moved, like one part of it got like really high up. And I was like, Oh, that's really like, that's a suit. Yeah. I didn't notice that that specific thing, but yeah, you can mm-hmm. tell that he's like wearing something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks really good still. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, fuck, there was something that 
like whenever he she's about to get the abortion and then he shows up and like takes her away like kidnaps her mm-hmm. God, i'm trying to think of something like a movie or something like that i don't know kind of like hunchback of notre dame i guess yeah a little bit yeah Anything else before we get into this final scene uh, that you want to so. bring up or talk about? I don't think so. All right. So they're back at their apartment. Uh, Stathis breaks into the apartment because he kind of figures what's going on. He's trying to find Ronnie. Um, and he has like a shotgun or some, some sort of gun. Yeah. And uh, Seth comes down and fucking just straight up pukes on his fucking hand. Mm-hmm. Turns it to mush. Like he has no hand left. Yeah, it's a stump. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, how do you not get away from him? Like he's so slow. Yeah, but like in this scene, he jumps down from like this, the rafters of his apartment or like the skylight kind of thing. That's true. So it's like, is he starting to, I don't know. Like we see him walking with canes and shit, like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. before this. And then all of a sudden he's jumping down from the fucking ceiling of his apartment. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, but yeah, I, I guess I agree with you, but it takes him by surprise. Right. Oh, definitely. Because, (laughs) <laughs> somehow Seth pukes on his fucking foot too, or his ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think at that point, Stathis is just so like, he's in, in shock. shock. He's like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> Cause it does not look like, uh, like Seth anymore. Like he's full fly right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think in fly two, he has wings? Because he doesn't in this one. I just thought of that. Well, he wouldn't be in the fly too. Well, I mean, it has to have a fly in it, right? So do you think like the fly mm. in that has wings? Maybe. Um, I wonder. Anyway. Maybe once uh, we get like the full transformation, he would have wings. That's true. Because at this point, he's just, he's all kinds of fucked up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he pukes on his foot. Um, which is disgusting. <laughs> and he's not dead at this point, like Stathis. Mm-hmm. But uh, Veronica comes down. Excuse me, I'm burping a lot. Uh, Veronica comes down and kind of stops him from killing Stathis. Mm-hmm. And Seth wants her to teleport with him. Like she goes in one pod and he goes in the other. Mm-hmm. And his thought is that they're going to, I don't know, like fix him or kind of morph into their own family because he thinks that like Ronnie has her and her kid in one pod and him in the mm-hmm. other and that they'll kind of fix it, I guess. It'll be like like gene splicing. So he'll have like more human in him than mm-hmm. fly, I think I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, this next scene is fucking amazing, though. Why? Whenever she fucking rips his jaw off? Yes, it's so <laughs> fucking gross, but so awesome at the same time. Uh, that is really gross. 
Um, well, do you want to go into it then? Well, yeah. So like he's he's got a hold of her and he's trying to get her into the pod and she um, like gets away from him and mm-hmm. rips his lower jaw off and it falls to the floor. And then all of a sudden, like all of the like remaining human flesh is just like starts shedding off of him and he like turns into like a full fledged fly looking yeah. kind of thing at this yeah. point it's got like big beady eyes and like yeah the fucking like uh the little sucker thing that flies have coming out of their mouths and shit like that yeah it's fucking gross it is nasty but it looks really fucking cool yeah but he still has seth's brain in him yeah because but it's it but he's still going into the pod like he still wants to change things right yeah so it's yeah. not like the fly just fully took Seth. Mm-hmm. But like he can't talk or anything anymore. No, no, no. Um and the one thing that bothered me during this scene is like, why is the countdown so fucking long? Right. But then like during the other countdowns, it was like twenty seconds, but this is like I don't know, it's like two minutes. Like I'm not even yeah. joking. It was long. I was like, yeah. all right, like, come on. <laughs> you could have made the other ones believable, so like this one didn't seem as different. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, right? Like, uh, well, he, he he throws her into the pod, and he goes to get into the other one, mm-hmm. and then Stathis shoots the cables that connect the two pods together. I think, yeah, it connects her pod. Yeah, so to, her pod so- is not connected to the computer and his pod. Yes, actually that's right. So sh- hers opens up and then it uh the sequence like begins half like whenever he's halfway out of the out of his pod. Yeah. And you can see on the screen that it said like fusion complete and it said Brundlefly and telepod. So it was almost like it was trying Ooh, to fuse Okay. Fuse the pod and the Brundlefly together. Right. Okay. Which is fucking weird. Yeah, who knows what the fuck that looks like. (laughs) (laughs) So then Veronica escapes, and then Seth gets out of his, and he's just like a mess of fucking like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Blood and guts and gore and fucking cum and all this shit. (laughs) Yeah. pretty much it well then she shoots its face off oh yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) but like this scene is it's uh, it's kind of heartbreaking in a way because like it is he she's holding the shotgun like she's wants to shoot him but then like she has a second thought like where she really feels terrible because she loved him right oh yeah and like she obviously wants to like she's obviously having thoughts in her mind where like, fuck, like maybe we can fix this. Maybe we can get him back sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Seth yeah, uh, uses like his like claw hand kind of thing and like points the barrel of the gun at himself. Yes. Yeah. And then she ends up shooting the gun. Yeah. Because they really so, were really a cute couple. Like I think the one scene... Um, I think when you really know that they're falling in love with each other, she says, mm-hmm. Oh, let's take a trip 
like old married couple to somewhere yeah. to somewhere warm and he's like oh really like just you and me and she's like yeah and then they don't ever do that obviously but mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, they had very good on-screen chemistry too so like you amazing yeah like you literally like you legit felt bad yeah exactly all right um anything else you wanted to talk about or add before i wrap it up i don't think so cool well that's the way the fly acid cum splatters (laughs) (laughs) fly acid cum i like it all right um do you want to do your reviews first or you want me to go first uh you can go first all right Uh, my story i gave it a nine out of ten i said there's honestly not a lot of bad things that can be said about this movie it helped skyrocket cronenberg into mainstream cinema and rightfully so he expertly combines his prolific use of gore and body horror with a surprisingly touching love story he even mixes in a bit of comedy to balance everything out you really do feel sorry for both seth and veronica at the end even though seth has been completely consumed by the transformation and my quality i also gave it a nine out of ten i said the practical effects in this the practical effects in this movie still hold up to this day as they typically do uh you feel gross watching uh, goldblum's transformation from man to fly everything from the pus shooting fingers to the head exploding ending has me needing an airplane doggy bag every time i watch this movie (laughs) Uh, the acting and script are on point and the on-screen chemistry between Goldblum and Davis really help you relate to the ending with Veronica struggling to come to terms with what she has to do. Nice. So nine out of 10 for both. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are very similar on our reviews. Are we? Yep. Uh, so for my story, I gave it an eight out of 10. I said, great writing, great characters. It keeps you really invested in Seth and Veronica's relationship. Um, He got her because she was a journalist, but then it takes them on this journey together. She still cares about him, even when he's turned into something awful. Mm -hmm. And my quality, I gave a 9 out of 10. I said, one of Cronenberg's best, if not his best. Acting is amazing. Goldblum and Davis's chemistry is great. Special effects are unbelievable. The way Seth's appearance changes every time. Um, and music is great too. Thanks. So 8 out of 10 and 9 out of 10. Sweet. That's the closest we've been in a while, I think. It has, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know our scores? Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The Critics' Consensus. David Cronenberg combines his trademark affinity for gore and horror with strongly developed characters, making The Fly a surprisingly affecting tragedy. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to say a 84%. Ooh. The critics scored it a 93%. Damn. On 68 reviews, but you are right. There is an average score of 8.4 out of 10. 
Damn, nice. So you nailed that one. And the audience scored it an 83%. So you're very close to that one. On 50,000 ratings and an average score of 4 out of 5. Sweet. This movie was extremely well received. As it should be. As it should be. All right. You ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. What did you give it for a scare rating? So I give it a 5 out of 10. Um, I said some very disturbing body horror and lots of gore. Nice. Yes, sir. Sweet. Um, scariest scene. I said when Seth is puking on Stathis' hand and leg. Yeah. It's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then would I survive? I said if I was Stathis, I think I would, just because it seems like Seth is very slow in his full form, mm-hmm. or so it seems. Yeah, that's good. So, yep. Cool. What about you? Uh, my scary rating, I give it a four out of ten. Nice. Uh, I said it's not really a scary movie, but the effects and the gore in it are maxed out and definitely contribute to this rating. And like also putting yourself in Seth's shoes really makes it like a terrifying thought. Mm-hmm. Like you're going through this transformation. There's absolutely no way of stopping it. Just be really scary. Yeah. Uh, my scariest scene, I said the fucking fingernails being peeled <laughs> off and like, like pus shooting. Like, oh, nice. it's fucking disgusting. It like it's not scary. It's just so gross, man. Yeah. And I've already explained my disdain for the fingernails being ripped off it's just fucking Mm -hmm. nasty and would i survive i said like i don't really know how to answer this one like if you're seth like no you don't survive because even a smart brilliant scientist like him can't Mm -hmm. change yeah can't reverse what's happening Mm -hmm. um but I like your answer. Like, if you're Stathis, like, yeah, you, you would probably survive. And, like, you have a shotgun, too, right? So you yeah. do have some form of defense against him. I guess he does survive in the end, so. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. Comes, comes back for the sequel. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the first time we've done trivia in a very long time. A very long time. Yes, sir. <laughs> so long that i forgot that we had to do it and i scrambled last minute to get some (laughs) questions down very nice all right so what movie are you putting up so we had a little conversation about the movie i'm picking and so i am putting up a movie called dumplings oh aka Gao G. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I feel like I've seen this cover art before. I've like I've seen it on a list of fucked up movies or some shit like that. <laughs> it sounds fucked up, and like I watched because I told you like it's not anywhere. Um, I found it on F up movies, and I watched like the first like three minutes just to make sure like it had English subtitles. Yeah. And it did. And like the first two minutes, it starts off like showing what it is. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, cool. So it's the like it's an Asian movie, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I have seen this. All right, cool. Um, I'm also putting up a foreign movie called oh, The Orphanage. Oh, dude, I wanted to watch this movie for so fucking long. Me too. All right. It's ironic Ironic that we both put up foreign films. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So we start off week one of our season three with Canadian movies. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, we're in a foreign movie. Wow, that's pretty crazy actually <laughs> cool. all right uh do you want to ask the first question uh sure so what does veronica call the telepods uh designer phone booths yes sir all right uh what is the first thing that seth transports of veronica's Damn. Well, sir, that was also one of my questions. So, uh oh, it was a pantyhose. Okay. Yep. Guess I'll have to get another question. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did Seth puke on when he got motion sickness as a kid? Ah. Uh, um. I really don't know. It was his tricycle. Ah, shit. All right. So we're both one for one. Mm-hmm. One and one, I guess. All right. Um, what does Stathis's license plate say? Oh, God. I'll give you a hint. It's the name of the magazine that they work for. Ugh. Fuck, I wasn't paying attention to that shit. Um... The science pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Particle magazine. Uh, okay, fuck. All right, let me try and think of another question here. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Um, what is the company that Seth works for? Oh. It starts with a B. Bar Bartok. Bar Bartok. Uh, fuck. Bar Barlock. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. What is the, it? The full name is Bartok Science Industries. Oh, okay. Well, I think we're gonna have a tie. Maybe. What was Seth's reasoning for wanting to make the pods? Ooh. Um, you kind of answered it with your last question. Uh, he got motion sickness as a kid, so he wanted to teleport without getting motion sickness? Yeah, because the commute, like traveling by vehicle. Yes gives them motion sickness right okay all right so do we want to take a minute and find another question or you know what i say fuck it 
we did a poll for the first episode. <laughs> Let's do a poll for the second episode. All right. Works for me. Cool. I'm excited either way because I'm going to watch both these movies. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I might. Yeah, I probably will too, actually. Um, all right. So that's the end of the episode. Uh, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street. Uh, if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our Public account where we have our merch. You'll also find a link to our Patreon account if you wish to uh, support the podcast that way. Um, there's also links to our Discord channel, our Twitch account, our Letterboxd profiles, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Um, if you want to do a collaboration or shoot the shit or anything like that, just send us a DM and we're always open and willing to talk to anybody. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We'll talk to you next week, guys. See you later.